Well, I guess WWE has decided to bring back Thunderdome. And in case you're wondering what Thunderdome is, Thunderdome was at one time one of the names that World Championship Wrestling would use to reference the Thunder Cage matchup. Now, Thunder Cage, long story short, was a matchup that basically centered around a big old cage that went all around the ring, all around the ring. And I mean all around ringside, everything. And this was before Hell in the Cell. Now, basically, the purpose of Thunder Cage, just like with Hell in the Cell originally, was to keep a lot of people out, even though it was a big old cage where you could easily reach in your hand or your arm or get your head stuck in one of the slots uh, of the cage. Now, the reason I bring all this up is WWE has decided to bring Thunderdome back, or at least bring the name back. And you're wondering, well, what do you mean by name? It's not the match? No, not precisely. You see... Thunderdome is how WWE is going to reference their, well, basically the makeshift arena, which is, a, which is actually the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida, the home of the NBA Orlando Magic. That's how they're going to reference the Amway Center, because apparently, according to reports, they're going to go all out with what they're going to be doing here, with the staging, the pyrotechnics, lasers, drones... And most importantly, virtual fans, just like you see with the NBA, you know, at times with Major League Baseball, depending on the atmosphere or the setting, NHL, and possibly if things don't get better by the time the season starts, the NFL. And that's why WWE has decided to bring back the Thunderdome name. And because of the fact that, as I mentioned, they're going to be referencing the Amway Center as such. Now you might ask yourself, well, that's kind of ridiculous, right? Why can't why don't they just call it the Amway Center? I think the reason being, even though word has gotten out that that's where they're going to be doing a lot of the tapings and the live shows and pay-per-views uh, for the time being, the reason they're referencing it like that is because they don't really want to um, invite a lot of legitimate fans to try to get into the arena. Because you can't tell me with today's environment that a lot of fans would not want to try to get in to an actual wrestling or sporting event as best as they could. And if they find out, oh, WWE is going to be at the Amway Center, let's go there, you know, it's not going to work. By referencing it as the Thunderdome, for those that don't pay attention to a lot of the news and rumors online through various sites, it basically throws off exactly where they could be. I mean... Let's look, at, let's look at AEW. AEW, several months ago, when this whole thing started, this whole pandemic started, they couldn't utilize any of the arenas that they had rented out. They had to go to an undisclosed location. Now, that undisclosed location was a wrestling school by QT Marshall. Now, after that, after things got a little bit more clearer for a bit, a little bit more you know, leeway-wise... They were able to go back to Dar uh, da uh, Daly's place, that's the name I'm looking for, Daly's place, and finish off, if not continue, a lot of their tapings and events there. Now, again, I bring all this up for one specific reason. WWE is basically saying, look, we need to go with this Thunderdome route, because if we let people know we'll be at the Amway Center, they're going to want to try to get in, and we can't allow that. Because you see, part of the agreement that goes to October 30th, because I think they want to be out of there in time for the restart of an actual NBA season, 
part of the agreement is no legitimate fans can be there in person, only virtual fans. So it's going to be really interesting and intriguing to see how this is pulled off. Now, a lot of people, even JD from NY206, who is very opinionated and open-minded and critical at times, you know, of WWE and how they structure the product or how they, you know, basically write creatively, has even given credit to them for going all out with this. But all he asks in return is for them to do the same thing with the creative writing when it comes to storytelling. The point is that I'm getting at is this is something that might actually open the door for a lot of other wrestling promotions. Because now you have to wonder, will other promotions follow suit? Will AEW follow suit even though they're trying to actually get legitimate fans into Daly's Place for the shows? Will Impact Wrestling follow suit and at the Skyward Studios basically start implementing these video walls to have virtual fans watching the event? Will MLW do it? Will Ring of Honor, who's planning to come back in a few weeks, do it? That's the question, and if it proves to be successful uh, for WWE, I'm not going to put it past a lot of these other wrestling promotions that want to make a comeback through this pandemic and get back to work. I want to put it past them to do the same thing, because at least they would have actual fans there, not in person, but virtually they would have them there watching the event live. Now, I don't know exactly how this works because I've seen the NBA do it. I know Major League Baseball, depending on the setting and venue, does it. I know the NFL may have to do it if nothing gets in the clear. I know NHL is probably doing it. MLS has done it. You know, the, the, quest, the thing that really, you know, bugs me or really eludes me, I should say, and anybody else is how do they do this? How are they allowing fans to do this? And my only thought is it's basically based on a membership. And that membership is through certain um, services. Like the NBA has their league pass. And maybe if you're a league pass member, you get the opportunity to watch, uh, this, uh, watch the game live and see yourself possibly on television as a virtual fan. You become a virtual fan because of the pass. Same thing maybe with the MLB at bat. If you have a membership there, you could actually be a virtual fan that gets to see the game live in, you know, from the stadium you know, as if you're really there. Same thing with NFL Sunday Ticket, the NHL on Ice Pass, whatever. So it, it makes you... So that so to me, honestly, that could be the only solution. That could be the only answer, in my opinion, as to why or how, actually, a lot of fans, these virtual fans, are getting a chance to watch the games live as they're happening, as if they're there, but they're actually watching them from the computer um, from home. It makes me, it makes me think that that's probably the only other legitimate way. So it makes you wonder that if WWE is going to do this, that if WWE Network members like myself, and maybe just Alex and the Slag Daddy OTR Central and JD, it has to make you wonder if we'll have that privilege given to us. Like, hey, you're a WWE Network member. Here, you'll be able to watch SmackDown as it's happening, as if you're there live. And the same with SummerSlam. It, it makes you curious. It makes you wonder if that's what they're planning to do. And, you know, like I said, if this proves to be a success for WWE, you have to wonder if all the other promotions out there might try the same thing. You might wonder if UFC might try the same thing in, with a lot of, you know, their services that, you know, fans are a part of. Like Honor Club, which is a Ring of Honor service, you have to wonder 
if Ring of Honor were to say, hey, we're going to go that virtual route too, ooh, and we're going to invite fans to watch these tapings and events that take place once we get back going, back, you know, back to business. But they might have a caveat that since they tape the events at times, they might have a caveat or a catch that, hey, the virtual fans could be there watching, but none of them can spoil the event. Because if they find out if somebody spoiled the event, that person could lose their Honor Club membership. Uh, the same thing with people that are subscribed to Impact Plus. Same thing maybe with uh, MLW and any service they're connected to, like Fight TV. And Fight TV might be a big option for some of these promotions to actually allow um, fans to become virtual and watch certain events live as they progress. Even though they can't be there, they could be there kind of in spirit, but watching it live as it happens. So, you know, it makes you makes you wonder if, like I said, if WWE succeeds with this, if it will trickle down to the other promotions and they'll take advantage and go that same route until we'll get until we get back into a semi-normal uh, capacity and situation where actual fans in person can come to the events. I mean, again, like I said, I know AEW is trying to legitimately bring in actual fans, trying to test the waters, but if they have to, they may go this route too. But yeah, that's basically what's going on with WWE. WWE is planning to do a lot of the live Raw and SmackDown shows and the pay-per-views from the Amway Center, or is that going to be referencing it the WWE Thunderdome up until October 30th because I believe at that time things hopefully will be in the clear, we'll hopefully have a vaccine, and we'll probably have a better idea of who's going to be the president of the United States. And it also allows uh, time for the Orlando Magic to, you know, get back, or the Orlando uh, Athletic Commission to uh, clear out the area, get it all fix, fixed up and everything for the restart of an actual NBA season if that should happen. So, let me know what you guys all think, though. What are your thoughts on WWE going this route? What are your thoughts on the possibility that if it succeeds, other wrestling promotions may take cue from it? Let me know down below. Comment if you like. Talk to you all later.